Do you ever find yourself searching for reality? Wondering what's real and what's not in your relationship with your cluster B? Do you ever think that you're living in la-la land? Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. I want to start off today's podcast with a saying from Annie White. And she says, you can't make someone love you by giving them more of what they already don't appreciate. I'm going to read that one more time. You can't make someone love you by giving them more of what they already don't appreciate. Does that ring true to you? Because it does resonate with me. We pour ourselves into our cluster B. We give wholeheartedly without condition. And more often than not, it is not appreciated. And that brings me to the topic of this podcast, Living in La La Land. We live in a world of their delusion. And I can give you a real example of this. And I'll set this up by saying my wife of almost 20 years moved out of our bedroom almost a year ago this month. She hasn't returned. We haven't even talked about it. But yet, it's amazing to me when she talks about us moving, which we perhaps will do in a couple of years if I remain. That's my choice. But what was interesting to me was when she was talking about moving, she was talking about getting a place with two bedrooms, one for me and one for her. And, oh, maybe we do need a third bedroom for our youngest daughter. That is a complete delusion on her part. So what she was basically telling me was that there would be a continuation of the life that I have the hell that I'm living through here when we move? Where is there the incentive for me to remain with somebody who lives in another bedroom, who calls that bedroom her room, which and technically it is, and who, when the situation happened, went out and decorated the room and called me in to have a look at it, to admire the work that she had done. I, I mean, that's the delusion. That's living in la-la land. That is the crazy making that the cluster B makes us go through. Now, I'm not really sure whether my wife is future faking me when she's talking about this future move that we're supposedly going to do, but it sends me a direct message that the status quo, the hell that I'm living in right now will continue. And why shouldn't it? It's very easy for my wife. I've made it very easy for her. I am her enabler. A lot of people who would look at this relationship from the outside, again, as I've said in many previous podcasts, wouldn't see anything organically wrong on the surface. But going behind closed doors, there is a silent, a silent abusive cycle going on here. There's verbal abuse. There is degrading of character, and there is emotional neglect. And these are wounds and bruises that when I go out into the open world, nobody sees because I don't tell people about it. It's embarrassing. My daughter some months ago wanted to have a friend come and stay overnight, a sleepover, very benign. And I told her no. And she understood why I said no, because it was embarrassing to me. 
her friend coming into this household would see how dysfunctional, dysregulated, and disordered it is. Why is your mom sleeping in a separate room? Why is that? And how would my daughter explain that? How would I explain that? Maybe I would never be asked. Maybe that person would not think anything wrong of that. But I would know that it's wrong, it's dysfunctional, it's weird. And I'm embarrassed by it, quite frankly. But nobody on the outside knows that. My wife plays the part when she needs to. And in her mind, there is a continuation. Well, when we move, why not? There's no effort on her part. She can continue to live off of me. I can continue to be her financial supply. And she can continue to exist with impunity. I'm not coming at her. I'm not screaming at her. I'm not threatening violence. I'm not, you know, giving her an ultimatum, telling her that if she does not return to the bedroom, because as I said in previous podcasts, what would it matter? What would I gain if my wife returned to the bedroom? Would it be any different than her not being there? Would it be any better? And the answer is, unfortunately, no. There's nothing worth fighting for here. There's nothing worth going to war over. This is not a normal relationship. And I accept that. Coming out of the fog is probably the most painful thing for me because I'm reminded each and every day, I'm not confused anymore. I'm not asking why, what did I do to deserve this? Now I know that it has nothing to do with me. This is who my wife is. This is who my wife always was. There's no difference. And I think knowing the fact that this will never change, the only change that can be made can be made by me, by terminating the relationship, by leaving it. Because when you're with a cluster B, whether it's a borderline or whether it's a narcissist, nothing's going to change. You'll have good times, maybe, or If they've done a complete discard, you won't. You will be left like I am, questioning initially when you're in the fog, saying, what can I do to make the situation better? But then when you come out of the fog, you're like, what the hell is going on? I find myself resenting my wife. I find myself beginning to get angry. Her ignorance, her apathetic view, her non-caring that she doesn't care what she's doing, that she doesn't want to make anything better begins to make me very resentful. It's a normal human reaction. I get angry. Why? But you can't express that anger because if I did, my wife would stand there with a deer in headlights look and not understand. And she would commit DARVO. She would turn it all over again. That's another acronym. Look it up. DARVO, D-A-R-V-O. She would deny. She would accuse. She would do all of those things. She would become the victim. When really in reality, she's not the victim. She's the abuser. But that's how they work. That's how cluster B's work. That's how they turn the tables on you. That's how they keep you guessing. And when you stop guessing and you figure this whole situation out, well, it's up to you to decide how you wish to carry on because they are not going to make any effort to make it better. So I can tell you that In reality, I sometimes think that maybe it would be better if I was in the fog. Maybe it would be better if I didn't really understand the lay of the land. But I do now. And if you're coming out of the fog, I will tell you that it is incredibly painful. Because 
if I asked my wife today, or I told her that I'm miserable, that I feel unloved, unappreciated, not seen, well, she wouldn't get it. And that's why we're all living in la-la land. It's in a delusion. She wouldn't get it. I can assure you she wouldn't. And she would immediately make me feel like I was the problem. I created the problem. It's my fault. That's the crazy making in all of this. My wife wouldn't say, let's sit down and talk about it. You seem troubled. You seem, you seem upset. Let's get to the bottom of it. How can I help you? No, she would degrade and belittle me and nothing would change. So these are the things that you need to think about as you carry on in your relationship. And you do need to ask yourself that one pointed question, which I've mentioned in previous podcasts. Do you see yourself staying with this person? And if so, do you see yourself staying for how long? How long are you willing to accept this behavior? How long are you willing not to be seen or loved because they don't have the capacity? It's not in their DNA. They can't love you the way that you want them to love you. And this comes back to why I don't really want nor need my wife to come back into the bedroom because it would make absolutely no difference. She would be doing me a favor and it would be on a hair trigger of emotions There would be thought grenades everywhere. She'd be baiting me to get into another argument so she could exit the bedroom yet again. It's been almost a year. And I have to ask myself the question, and I do know the answer now. Is this normal? The answer is no, it's not normal. And I think you would agree with that if I asked you and said, hey, you know what? My wife stormed out of the bedroom almost a year ago and has yet to return. Do you think that's normal? Ask yourself what your answer would be to my question. I'm pretty certain that you would agree with me that it's not normal. So don't live in la-la land. Make sure you understand the difference between delusion and reality because they will will spin a cocoon so tight that you won't be able to breathe and you won't be able to see yourself outside of it. Come out of the fog, face your hurt, build on it, And make yourself better. Your thoughts, suggestions, comments, always welcome at myinnertorch at gmail.com. New episodes uploaded every single Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I appreciate your continued support. I appreciate your communication. I do believe we are making a difference. I do believe that maybe you're starting to see through the fog of your relationship. And if you are, I know it's a painful journey but I'm here to walk that journey with you. We all are because we're all victims and we're all survivors. Be well. And in whatever you do, be good till next time. This has been my inner torch. 